Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm empowerment coach Jess Frost and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive humans who are looking to step into their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. In a mixture of solo and guest episodes, we get to reflect, be curious and share our empowering paths with one another. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 80 of the Empowering Path podcast. Welcome back, Sensitive Soul. On this solo episode, I tell you one of the biggest hacks for conserving your energy. This genuinely has changed my life. It's a work in progress, granted, like most of it, but it's something I work with with my one-to-one clients, It's something we work with leaders on with the 3E space. It's something that can really help you in any of your personal romantic relationships. So where are you leaking energy massively? The answer is by making assumptions. What do I mean by making assumptions? I mean, where are you filling in? the gaps. And it wasn't until someone asked me this question, I didn't realise how much energy I was losing to assumptions. And I think this will probably land, if you are a highly sensitive person, if you are someone that can pick up energy, that feels shifts in the moods, in the energy in a room, it's likely you will fill the gaps. And the most annoying thing I found was that for a lot of the time, my assumptions were correct. Even even when I was maybe gaslit in my early childhood about what was really going on, my assumptions were correct. My gut was correct. My intuition was correct. But actually, when we get into adult life, And we start doing this within the workplace, with partners, with friends. It can really get ugly. And I definitely can reflect back on the past in terms of conflicts, bad vibes, and really notice now where I perhaps have exacerbated the situation with my assumptions. Because what I would do is... I would fill in the gaps with a certain behaviour, energy, interaction. Let's say, for example, someone doesn't respond to a text or maybe they respond without a kiss. How many of us have done that? (laughs) Where we've made an assumption about that person's, how that person's feeling about us. And I've then ruminated. I've wanted to piece the jigsaw puzzle pieces together for it to make sense. I've filled in those gaps. I've created that narrative around what that person is thinking and feeling. And I've made it mean something about myself. When in fact, they're probably not even bloody thinking about me. But the reality is I've sat there and wasted minutes, buckets of energy, creating something that isn't there. 
And I can really notice it in all areas of my life. And I think it fits really beautifully with what we've talked about in the past about our window of tolerance, how actually often we can be outside of our window of tolerance and in a trauma response. And the hyper arousal state is the exact state where we will be doing the ruminating, the the assumptions, the filling in the gaps. It's that almost frantic energy where as a highly sensitive person or someone that's experienced eggshell living and, and, and trauma, we can scan our environments for micro expressions, to make sense of energy, to find evidence for our thought patterns. So if, for example, our thought is saying, and the assumption saying they hate me, our brains will naturally be scanning the evidence that that is the case. Ah, see, look, they've left me out of that social occasion. They didn't put a kiss on the end of the text. I've only got one tick on the WhatsApp. And we'll spend so much time seeking this evidence. And this is why nervous system regulation is so important. That's going to help you get out of that trauma reaction into that window of tolerance and a headspace that's going to be far more clearer, have far more clarity, that's going to be compassionate. But unless we're looking after our nervous systems and our self-care, it's likely we're going to be in that for quite a while. And the ability, I think, to question ourselves, almost become our own coach, is really, really, really important. So when we find ourselves in that rumination assumption state, what questions can we start asking ourselves or how can we equip the people in our lives to ask us the questions? Like my Nick is really good for me in this scenario because if sometimes when I'm in that trauma state, I can't be my own coach. I'm lost. I'm completely gone. I'm way over there. So Nick can step in and help me come back home to myself by asking me things like, Jess, is that is that actually true? Do you know that as fact? And often we, ha- we don't know it's true. We don't know it's fact. It's a pure assumption. And another, another really strong tool that, that I, we have learned is nonviolent communication. And I'll put the link in the show notes to the person that created this. And there's YouTube videos galore. But how in Marshall's nonviolent communication model, one of the first steps is what is the observation? Not assumption. What is the observation? What is the clear behaviour or or language or text message or email what, what is the clear observation in this scenario? If there isn't one, I'm making an assumption. And there's some other really, really good steps, which I feel like I'm going to do a completely separate podcast on nonviolent communication because it changes everything in our personal and professional lives when we're speaking nonviolently. And we're speaking from clear observations, clear feelings and emotions and making very clear requests for our needs. 
So that's another podcast. I'll do that next. Um, But honestly, I really encourage you (laughs) to maybe reflect on this episode, get your journal out and just think, where am I making assumptions at the moment? Am I in this hyper arousal state of, of seeking evidence of negative scenarios? Where am I looking to stay in drama and conflict? If you are seeking conflict with other people, maybe you maybe you've got no contact with someone at the moment. Maybe you you've had a fallout with someone. If if you are ruminating on that scenario and creating narratives, what are you going to do for yourself? That is going to calm your nervous system down. Um, honestly, one of the ways that I tell if I'm in myself, if I've come home to myself is, am I calm? Am I compassionate? Do I have clarity? Do I feel connected? Can I look at scenarios that have been tricky for me through a lens of compassion? If yes, I'm more likely in myself. If you can't look at these things with a compassionate lens, what can you do for yourself to calm that nervous system down? And I know I talk about this stuff a lot, but things like whether it is cold water therapy, whether it's breath work, whether it's yoga, like meditation, what is it you're going to do for yourself that is going to be able to calm your mind and get you into your parasympathetic nervous system? And again, I'll pop some ideas in the show notes of how you can quite quickly shift that energy. But when we are in a very strong trauma state, trauma response state, like hyper arousal or hypo arousal, where we are stuck, disassociated, frozen, what are the things that we know we need to do? Keep like stripping everything back, going back to basics in terms of what am I eating? What am I drinking? How? What's my sleep hygiene like? Those things are the first things to come to when we notice that we're not ourselves and we're probably in a trauma response. But but honestly, like so many people I speak to, especially because I work with a lot of adult children of alcoholics now and a lot of people that have ended up being codependents where they've been caretakers for parents and, and family and partners we can take on the rescuer role, we can take on the fixer role and we're always scanning, we're always hypervigilant to how people are feeling and then jumping in to try and make it feel better. And that can be really useful. You know, I think when we when we are highly sensitive, we do have a really strong superpower when we're looking after ourselves to be able to sense danger, to be able to sense things coming. However, if this is from a hyper- arousal trauma response it's fucking exhausting so if you're rescuing left right and center and then filling in the gaps and creating narratives that are keeping you stuck in the drama triangle and keeping you in conflict that is going to be leaking energy everywhere so unnecessarily and I have to really hold myself to account with this I am my own worst enemy for this I think at one stage I've imagined everyone in my life hates me. (laughs) And you know what? Some of the time it's probably true. 
I know for a fact that there'll be people out there that don't like me and that's that's fine. But there are times when there's nothing happening on the other end. They've not even thought about me and I've created something out of nothing. So where are you perhaps doing that in your life? Where can you be anchoring in these questions that can bring you home to yourself a bit more? Who in your life can you ask to keep you accountable to the truth, to the facts, to the observations? That's the key. So yeah, let me know how you get on. Share this with anyone that might find it useful. You might notice someone in your life that might benefit from this. Um, and maybe we can hold each other account in our friendships of like, is that a fact? Is that actually true? Because that could that could literally stop a drama from circling in your friendship group as well. Just by having those little circuit breakers and those questions in place to get someone to really go inwards and reflect on their situation. That's powerful. That's empowerment. So yeah, no more assumptions, guys. What are the observations? What are the facts? Is it true? (laughs) But if you want some additional support with this, uh, you can work with Nick or I. I'll put the details in the show notes. Uh, You can work with us on a three to six month programme if you really want to go deep and change some big patterns within yourself. We also offer one-off sessions. Uh, So get in touch. Let's start a conversation. Um, But yeah, we're here. But sending you so much love. Take care and protect that bloody energy. You deserve it. Bye.